This morning, I saw that Odell Beckham Jr. was trending on Twitter. Thought to myself, oh, I wonder what's going on with Odell now. And clicked on it. What I found was literally a tsunami of shit. Literally. All of that. Okay, maybe not all of that. And more on episode 36, the Marcus fucking smart episode of Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Okay, welcome to the show. Um, right from the jump, you're going to hear that this sounds like trash. There's a reason for that. Um, so I recorded the, the open. I actually, I also re-recorded the excuse me, the commercial that you'll hear later. And I happened to like spin around in my chair and I hit the uh, the microphone cord and uh, the mic tumbled off of the um, holder, I guess you would call it. I fell on the floor and the, uh, the USB uh, connection on the mic uh, like fell into, you know, looks like it broke. So I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So that started about a 90 minute adventure for your uh, dear host here. Okay. Um, didn't have um, a Phillips head screwdriver small enough to take the screws out of the mic. Okay, this is after I was looking for an Allen wrench today to take apart some furniture because my wife sold uh, like the headboard and the nightstands, and I, you know, we needed to uh, take apart the headboard for the person that bought them. Yeah, well, well, apparently we fucking packed it. So I'm like, oh, okay, well maybe I have a an eyeglass kit. Maybe that'll work. Nope, pack those two. The fuck? What am I gonna fucking do? Oh god, I hate this. Um. So she she uh, suggested Dollar Tree, which it's it's not Walmart. It might be worse. And I don't know if I've mentioned my how much I loathe Walmart as a whole. Um. But you know. So, anyways, I go to Dollar Tree. They have what I'm looking for. It was a dollar six for this little uh, Phillips head set. Uh, unscrew. I take the fucking microphone apart, and the the goddamn USB port has come right off of the board. Like well, you've got to be. How the fuck did this happen? Bullshit. So now my shitty podcast is going to sound even shittier, right? Well, I'm like, okay, look. I had to run some errands today anyway. I had to go to CVS to pick up a script. So I'm like, I'll go and do that, and then I'll go uh, into the burbs here, closer to, to Boston, closer to the big city. There's a guitar center. I'll go into guitar center. So I've I've talked about... Lowe's and how Lowe's makes me feel stupid. Well, Guitar Center also makes me feel stupid. The difference is that I like the stuff at Guitar Center. I just don't know anything about any of it. So 
every time I've gone in there, I feel dumb. And this was no different. But, you know, I and I knew this going in, so I I was prepared to to handle my stupidity uh, and, and just go in and ask right away, hey, I need help. Okay? Well, I go in, and it looks like all the employees are, are helping other equally dumb people. And um, so I'm milling about whatever, I finally find the microphones and, you know, as is always the case in these places, it's a fucking mess. It's just, there's nothing labeled. There's nothing, there's no prices on any of these fucking things. Like, this is why retail sucks is because you hire fucking, look, they're not great. Retail blows. I was in retail for a long time and I know it sucks. Okay. But there are certain things that you need to do in a retail setting to not make it suck so bad. One, label your shit. Two, price your shit. It's really not that difficult, okay? It's probably rules number one and two in the old handbook that they give you when they, you know, when you sign up for the low-wage fucking zombie job. So now I need someone, and I'm like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll go and, and ask somebody. So I find somebody, I said, hey, listen, I need a low-cost USB-connected mic. Oh, what are you working on? I'm like, I'm not working on anything, trust me. Um, it's for a podcast, and my, you know, I tell them what, what, what I had and what happened, he's like, oh, wow, that's weird. It, it is weird, sir. If it was normal, I probably wouldn't be fucking standing here right now. So he's like, okay, sure, no problem. Comes back. Well, you know, I, I follow him to, to the, the tiny uh, unkempt microphone section. And he immediately points out a $249 Shure uh, I think it was an SM55 or some shit, a vocal microphone. And I'm just, I'm, I'm puzzled. Because the SM58 is right next to it, and it's 54 bucks. However, um, you know, I, I don't think it has a USB connection. I mean, I'm sure I could find an adapter, but, you know, again, at this point, I was just puzzled. And said to the gentleman, sir... That's a $255 mic. That's not what I'm looking for. The one that I broke was 60 bucks. Oh, okay. Well, let me show you another one. He shows me another one. I don't even know what this fucking thing was. Uh, and it was, I think, I think that one was like 180. I'm like, now I'm, I'm visibly frustrated with this kid. The manager comes over. He's like, oh, is there something I can help you with? I'm like, look, I just need a cheap USB mic. And every time I come into into a guitar center, I feel like a fucking idiot. I don't know any of this stuff. And I don't fault it. And I just said to them, to who I assume is the manager. I don't know if he really was or not, but I assume he was the manager. And I said, look, in a typical situation, normal situation where I didn't have to fucking record this crap today, and then do another thing tonight. I would think about uh, buying that that first microphone, but right now I just need something cheap. Oh, we don't really have anything. Uh, thank you again, Guitar Center. So at that point, I said, "All right, well, thank you very much," and quickly left. There's a Best Buy in the same plaza. I go to Best Buy. Hey, need a cheap USB mic. What do you guys got? Takes me to the microphone section over by the computers. Terrific. Great. Uh, there's the display. A whole bunch of them displayed. They only have one, and it's shaped like a... They call it the snowball. Like, that, that's not going to work. He's like, well, you know, um, a lot of people working from home. Uh, you know, kids going to school and shit. I'm like, oh, all right, well... Had the dumbass at Guitar Center said that, 
right from the jump, I probably wouldn't have been so upset. I really wasn't upset. I'm just being a fucking whiny douchebag. Um, but the kid at Best Buy is like, look, go try Staples. Might not have anything, but it's worth a shot. Hey, thanks, bud. That's customer service in a retail environment. Thank you very much. Staples didn't have anything either. So here I am with my fucking headset on. The headset that I bought when this whole nonsense fucking started. When back when I was employed before I was fucking fired. I am fucking I'm just mad right now. And you know, I got I did get fired. I got fired in the beginning of a fucking global pandemic because my book of business was hot dog shit. Now, you know, and quite frankly, it, it still fries my balls. It really shouldn't, but it does. Mainly because I can't find another fucking job. But Anyway, so that was my last 90 minutes. And now, you know, here I am. This thing's going to sound like crap. I just know it's going to sound like crap. Um, you know, it's late in the day here. It's already past one o'clock. Way too late for me. The whole grand pod scheme, you know what I mean? Caffeinated to the fucking gills. Just finished off a Red Bull. I didn't even get to finish my coffee from earlier, so I finished that coffee. It's blah, 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 blah. I mean, this podcast is going to suck more than usual. But let's talk about Odell Beckham Jr., how he allegedly likes to get shit on. Did you hear about this? This dude likes to get the Cleveland steamer on his chest. Big thing going around the Twitter, the Twitter sphere, if you will, as I mentioned at the open of the show, and how uh, it's alleged that um, you know that he likes he likes getting pooped on. You know, look, if that's what you like, then it is what it is. You know, what can you do? I, I sure as shit, <laughs> I sure as shit don't, don't like it. Quite frankly, it repulses me to no end. But who am I to say that this gentleman cannot find a willing partner to shit on him? Free country, man. You do what you want. You do you. Just a weird fucking thing to start your day on, on Twitter. Odell likes to get shit on, allegedly. I really, I, you know, wh- what is he going to do? Like, he has to come out and say, yeah, look, uh, I don't like when girls shit on me. Or, the complete, complete opposite is, look, uh, yeah, I'm a weird dude, and I love it. Well, you know, own it, man. If you like it, own it. The problem with this headset is I'm gonna, every time, like, I, I, all my... Deep breaths, and I don't have because I don't have the windscreen. So all my garbage breath and my fucking sniffles and coughing—you're gonna hear all of it. I gotta order one. I'm gonna order one this afternoon. Hopefully, it'll get here within a month. Ugh. All right. I just—that went on way too long. That was 12 minutes of garbage. Let's get back to what I actually had planned for the show. All right. We're back. So it was a long weekend. I hope all of you uh, enjoyed yourselves, did something productive. Um, we uh, we spent the weekend doing a couple different things. We um, what did we do Friday? We did something Friday. I can't remember what. Um, Saturday I played golf in the morning. It was wasn't terrible. It was good. We went out Saturday night for my buddy Jeff's uh, birthday. Had a dynamite dinner. Uh, Sorrel on Route 18 in Abington. Just fucking phenomenal. Free ad. Sorrel. S-O-R-E-L-L-E. Abington, Massachusetts. Route 18. Get the fucking bolognese. It's dope. 
I had like this Asian noodle thing. Delicious. Not enough vegetables though, but delicious. Cannot recommend Sorel enough. So free ad. There it is. Um, and then uh, Sunday. Sunday was the fantasy football draft. So that was good. My team is going to stink again this season. So looking forward to that. Um, a little little plug here. The NFL preview show. Uh, hopefully, we'll get recorded tonight, and then we'll go out tomorrow, Wednesday, as a bonus episode, uh, and then I'll do a another episode on Thursday, a regular episode. Um, so that was good, and then you know had some had some drinks Sunday night with friends again. So not not. Too bad, not too shabby. Then yesterday, all we did was fucking pack, and I'm I'm still I am still over. I just I'm so stressed out about packing. I don't know what the fuck to do. Like all the shit that you can pack in a box, like that stuff's done. It's all the slightly bigger things that still need to be done. That's the shit that's frustrating the hell out of me. So, that's where I am. But, uh, now, I did not intend the podcast to be entirely sports-centric. It just, again, as I've said a thousand times, I don't know anything. I mean, literally, I have no sort of expertise in anything. The only thing that I kind of know a little bit about is sports, so that's what I talk about. And it was a good sports weekend. Um, the Derby was Saturday. Oh, see? Jesus Christ. Oh, I fucking hate myself. This is awful. <sighs> Deep breaths. Okay. The Derby was Saturday. The favorite was Tis the Law. Like, huge favorite. Um, I made one bet, small bet, on Authentic, which was probably, I don't know, second or third favorite. But he was plus 800. So, small bet. And that was, I only made one. Uh, and one. So, I was pretty happy. It, it cut into uh, last week's debt. Because, fuck, by the time Friday night rolled around, I was down. Like, I was, I mean, I was down big for me. I don't bet a lot. I'm not big number, like, you know, dollar number. I'm, you know, 10s, 15s, 20s. That's it. Uh, the occasional larger bet, but few and far between. But I was down big. So that authentic coming in, that cut into my, my debt, which was nice. So uh, DraftKings, New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of a lot of conversation came up. So uh, we're watching uh, the Celtics game uh, Saturday, and my buddy says, "Does Jimmy Butler shave his arms?" Okay. Well, I really don't know how to answer that. I just thought it was a weird question. So there you go. I'll mull that over. Uh, another thing that came up was that the Boston Bruins are the equivalent of the 1990s era Atlanta Braves, winning a lot in the regular season and having only one title to show for it. Honestly, a brilliant comparison. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that. It makes perfect sense, as much as I hate to give him credit for that. Uh, kudos, Matt. Nicely done. It was very good. It completely apt. Really is. Which kind of ties into the... I want to do like a 90s baseball show at some point. Just talk about 90s baseball. Just because it's fun and because I still remember that shit. Back when I had a functioning brain in high school. Didn't really use it, but... It functioned. But... The best part... Of the weekend, however... 
was um, my buddy Matt's reaction to his oldest son giving his two-year-old sister uh, a little whack for some unknown reason. Uh, he, you know, he claims that she did something and it hurt him or whatever, so he got pissed and and hit her. I don't, I, I don't want to say hit her because that's it's probably a bit of, you know, of an over-exaggeration. But of course, uh, being a two-year-old girl, she fucking screamed bloody murder. And so Matt, <laughs> Matt yells at him, uh, what the hell is wrong with you? You don't hit a girl. Perfectly reasonable reaction. But then he adds, quote, You know what's coming, right? I'm going to give you a licking. End quote. He actually used the word licking. And the rest of us heard it. And we tried our best to not explode in laughter. Licking. He actually said, I'm going to give you a licking. And he was serious. Now, I doubt he actually gave him a licking. But just the fact that he used that word is amazing. I'm going to give you a licking. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe when you're 10, you hear that, you fucking piss your pants. But these days, when you hear somebody say, I'm going to give you a licking, probably fucking laugh your balls off. I know I did. And it's one of those things that you'll remember for a very long time. So I'm, I'm glad he said it, because it was funny as hell. And, um, yeah, that was good. It, you know, it was probably funnier in the moment. You know, that, that was funny when I tried to explain it on a fucking podcast, talking into a headset. Oh, man. I'm already fucking down on this episode. God damn. Um, what else? Uh, but... Celtics yesterday looked terrific. They should have won by 50 fucking points. They crushed Toronto. Like, they beat them by 20-some-odd points. It should have been 50. The three-point happy nonsense in the NBA blows my mind. I understand the whole gist of, look, you get more points if you hit this basket versus the one that's two feet closer to the, to the hoop. But when nobody on your team is hitting them, why do you fucking keep shooting? Case in point, Saturday night, game, what was it, game four, uh, they were missing their threes. They finished the night 7-35. Two of those came very late in the fourth quarter. You have guys on this team that are fucking mid-range killers. Jason Tatum is a mid-range killer. Kemba Walker, mid-range killer. If they if they would just take two more mid-range jumpers instead of two more threes, it's it's absurd. They would crush this fucking team. Because Toronto cannot keep up with them. No matter what they do. Can't fucking keep up with them. But they were 7 of 35. 20 fucking percent. And they missed 7 free throws. So, I mean, you could see the difference between uh, Monday's game, Monday night's game... In Saturday night's game, that when the Celtics hit their shot, they are head and shoulders better than Toronto. And I don't care. Look, Miami's going to win. They're going to beat Milwaukee. Uh, somebody called that. I think it was me. Thank you very much. But the Celtics can fucking beat the Heat. No problem. Dunzo. 
And then they're in the final. The only the only team left that I think can beat the Celtics when they're healthy and shooting well is the Clippers. And it's only because they're deeper. That's it. And I, you know, defensively they play a little bit better. They have a couple of guys that are better defensively. But I mean, there is no reason that the Celtics can't can't get to the final. And honestly, they can win the whole fucking thing. Asterix, for sure. But hey, Banner 18's Banner 18, baby. Let's go. String that shit up. Taking it home. As if I'm on the team. Yeah. <clears throat> but I nailed that heat bet. Uh, I got the Celtics in a series bet. Um, I had the Yankees last night getting fucking Odelled by the Blue Jays. So that was good. So I ended up with a much lower, uh, much lower number in the red for last week, which was good. So, however, uh, the tour championship this weekend, dead fucking wrong, dead wrong. Hot dog shit, if you will. I was so dead wrong on on Dustin Johnson. It's disgusting. I thought for sure he was going to fade. I really, I mean, look. The run that that dude is on, I don't think I'm going to bet against him for the rest of the season. There's only, I think, three more tournaments. One's the U.S. Open, which he's already won twice. So no reason why he can't go out and win it again. The odds on that are going to be minuscule, though. That's the problem. But he fucking cruised. Cruised. I mean, the, you know, I think the closest anybody got to him was was two shots the whole weekend. And then he fucking closes it out, 15 million bucks in his pocket. He basically made, in the last, I think I read this, in the last month, he's made $25 million. Playing fucking golf. Golf! And he gets to go home to Paulina Gretzky to fucking top that off. That's a fucking cherry on top. Man, oh man. Anyways, uh, it is Monday. So it is time for three gripes on this god-awful fucking shitty episode. I wanted to talk about um, Novak Djokovic. At this point, you've probably seen what he did the other day at the U.S. Open. And quite honestly, this is uh, just the latest in uh, douchebaggery from this fucking guy. Here you have a guy who could quite possibly be one of the top, I would say, three to five men's tennis players in the history of the sport. Very well, by the time he's done, be uh, the very best, statistically. Personally, I think him and Federer in their prime together, I think Federer would crush him. But that's my completely, uh, you know, uneducated opinion. Back in June, actually, I want, I want to say this, probably before that. So I want to say probably in May when, you know, the pandemic is in full fucking swing here and uh, the mass worldwide panic, uh, the, the very brilliant uh, Djokovic decides to come out and say, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't take vaccines. Uh, I, don't, I don't particularly care for them. So he comes out as a fucking uh, anti-vaxxer. That's just great. That you know, you may as well just fucking have a big sign on your head that says "I'm a fucking moron." But again, that's within you are within your rights to believe dumb shit. So there you go. Um, but he wouldn't take. He said he wouldn't take a, a vaccine for COVID. All right. Well, okay. Then he said that, you know, he might not come uh, and play in the U.S. Open because he wasn't feeling entirely safe. All right, well, whatever. So so what does he do in, uh, in June? He decides um, that he is going to have a, um, a charity tennis event in his native Serbia. 
and uh, you know there was no precaution taken for uh, for COVID. So whole stadium full of people. So the fans, the players, the officials, uh, tons of people in the stadium. Well, as you would expect, uh, you know, it was a bit of an outbreak. An old joker here himself uh, got the Rona. But, you know, for, for joker, it's not as difficult because, you know, he's a world-class athlete. So yeah, it's not going to have the same sort of effect um, that it would say... Uh, some of the older folks who may have been there. Now, look, I haven't dug deep enough into this thing to find out if anybody uh, contracted the virus there and died, which is entirely possible, I suppose, but who knows. But, you know, completely douchebaggy thing to do. You know, you know what's going on in the world unless you're completely oblivious, and you're not. You're just an asshole. Um... But he decided to do it anyway, and sure enough, um, you know, thing gets all fucked up. So, it's strike one. Then he decides, uh, more recently, that he is going to create his own uh, tennis union. Because he doesn't particularly care for the, uh, the ATP. So he just start. He starts what he calls the Professional Tennis Players Association. Real clever. Real, real clever. And so he's doing it, as he says, uh, in the interest of uh, players. However, uh, apparently, you know, the players aren't particularly uh, pleased. Now, that's not to say that um, all of them uh, haven't, um, you know, joined, because apparently he's got quite a few people that are on his side. But, you know, two of the bigger players, Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal, uh, they're against it. And so, you know, they both came out and said, yeah, you know, whatever. I, I don't particularly care with this. Um, you know, this is not something I want to do. So now he has uh, taken a fucking, uh, you know, a divide, if you will, to the entire sort of professional tennis playing community, where it's the world's number one player, handful of other uh, players that he... Um, you know, has sided with, but only if they have a penis. Because he has not included women. Why? Again, because he's a fucking douchebag. So that should come as no surprise to you. Strike two. Strike three was this past weekend when I got very upset. Very upset about losing a point or, or, or the way things were going in, in that particular game. Um, and he was losing to Pablo Sereno Busta. Which is just funny to see his name, Busta. But it's, I believe it's Busta. So anyways, he takes a ball. He's not happy with the condition of this particular ball, so he takes it and he whacks it towards where the you know, ball boys or ball girls will be, but he missed. And he fucking hit a judge right in the fucking throat. Now, what happened at this point, you know, I tend to think that there was a uh, a touch of acting here by the judge. I think that, however, I can't obviously can't be certain. You know, it could very well be that she was injured. And that she did not like the way that this felt, which is entirely possible. So, uh, you know, down on the ground, and she's fucking in pain, she's having trouble breathing. I would imagine that it was probably a little jarring to get hit in the fucking throat with a, you know, let's say 30 to 40 mile an hour uh, tennis ball. 
And I think I'm being a tad conservative with that number. It could be a bit longer, a bit faster, I should say. Probably not a ton. However, caught off guard, not paying any attention, or not paying attention to the fact that a ball is coming in her fucking face. Uh, she gets hit right in the throat, right in the fucking windpipe. Down she goes, and then old Joker comes by, trying to make, make you know, make nice of the situation. Uh, you know, he's 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 smiling and saying he's sorry and ha ha ha. Well, guess what? You're fucking gone, dude. Disqualified. See you later. Adios, or default, as they call it in tennis, because they can't. They can't have fucking, you know, just normal sports shit. They have to have fancy words for fucking everything. Zero just can't be zero. It has to be fucking love, which I've never understood. I'm sure there's a reason behind it. I don't know it. Quite frankly, I don't care to know it. It's its own thing. I don't give a fuck. But this fucking guy, folks, the best player on the planet, and he's a complete fucking shitburger. Like, what is the what's the point of being such a douchebag? You're already head and shoulders better than 99.8% of the other men's tennis players on earth. And you have to tack on to uh, just a general uh, bad attitude by being a douchebag. If you want to have a bad attitude, that's one thing. But to be an asshole, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. There's no fucking reason for it. When you have this kind of platform that he does, even though he's a tennis player, <laughs> fucking tennis player, whatever, he's made a ton of money. Yeah, he's, he's a ton of, of, of accolades and ton of this and that, whatever. Uh, he's clearly a douchebag, probably a fucking sexist. Um, and he does not give a fuck about this zero empathy from this man. Zero. My hope is that this sort of oh, this last three months for this guy offers him the the opportunity to fucking step back and be like, "What the fuck is wrong with me?" People should like me instead of fucking hating me. But nope, people fucking hate you, dude. People fucking hate you. At least that's what I think. I th- I think they hate him. All right. As I said, it is time for three gripes. Um, I think I have two good ones and one meh. But right from the jump, this is a good one. And so big shout out to listener Dave. Thank you very much for your email. Or however you submitted it. But thank you. It came to me as an email, so whatever. But thank you. He says, uh, big complaint, and big is capitalized. So fucking annoying when delivery people take a picture of them leaving anything at your door. Who's to say they didn't take a picture and then steal my shit themselves? Just a huge waste of time. Dave, spot on. Spot on. Here's the thing, okay? Two... Two, you know, thoughts on this. One, I kind of get why they do it, okay? And it sort of ties into his general complaint, which is that, you know, who's to say that they're not stealing the shit? Amazon delivers something to your door, or whoever delivers something to your door, takes a picture of it, and then you get it, okay? Now... I'm not going to say that Amazon delivery people are fucking seeing shit, taking a picture, and then just taking it with them. I'm not going to say that. But it does sort of tie into um, who's to say that they're not. And that's the thing. So does the liability for the company end when they just fucking take a picture of your shit and send it to you? How is that, you know... 
how would that work? So you get a notification, hey, you know, we delivered something to your door. Here's a photo of the box in front of your door. Thank you. Have a good day. One, you don't know that it's your thing. They don't take a fucking picture of the label in front of the door. They don't take a picture of uh, of the door with the with the address number or whatever. They don't take a picture of that. It's literally just a fucking picture of a box in front of a door. If that like cures their liability, then holy fuck, that's unbelievable. Because that tells me nothing. That. That tells me that you took a picture of a box in front of a door. I don't know who took the picture. You assume it's the Amazon or the delivery person, right? If the box is gone, now am I supposed to believe that someone else happens to stroll on by and pick up the box in front of the door? Plausible. Completely plausible. However, not as plausible, but not completely out of the realm of possibilities that the Amazon person somehow knew what was in that box or just was feeling like shit and decided, look, I'm going to steal this. I don't like this fucking person. Uh, This particular person has yelled at me and complained or whatever, so fuck you, I'm stealing their box. Not out of the realm of possibilities at all. Taking a photograph should not eliminate Amazon or whomever from any responsibility for that package. They shouldn't. And the fact that they take that photograph and seem to think that everything's okay because of it, I don't, I don't get it. And, you know, look, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, it is a bit of a waste of time. You know, treat it like the fucking mail. Leave the shit there and go about your day. And, you know, you... Put in something in your fucking handheld device there that Amazon gives you. And say that you delivered it and call it a day. The picture thing is just so fucking stupid. Like, I don't care. I don't want you taking a picture of my fucking house. Get out of here. I wouldn't want my mailman taking a picture of my fucking house. And that guy's there every day. The fuck out. Like DoorDash, if you don't get your shit from them, so let's say you don't like meet them outside or, or whatever, and they leave it in front of your door and take a picture, it's like, oh, all right. So they send you an email with that picture. Who's to say that, you know, let's say you're in the bathroom, you're taking a shit. You don't hear the doorbell. Uh, you start fucking, you still, you're looking at your watch, like, he's fucking Christ, what the hell's taking Charlie from DoorDash so fucking long? When you happen to look at your, your app, and, you know, it, it, let's say five to ten minutes has gone by. Uh, your tacos are cold now. But, you know, they fucking took a picture and sent it to you, so uh, DoorDash is in the clear. I, I can get it, I can understand it to a point, but I don't care for it. And I think Dave is, is on to something there. There has to be a better way to handle it than taking a picture. You know? Especially with, with Amazon. But, oh, I just burped right into the fucking headset, huh? Whew. Especially with Amazon, who has the uh, the wherewithal, the technology the money to do this properly without having to force these poor suckers to take pictures. Look, you're already fucking screwing these people enough as it is. Now they got to take pictures of people's houses. And I can almost guarantee you if we spent enough time researching it, I'm sure somebody has gotten pissed at the Amazon person for taking a picture of their house. Guaranteed that there's probably been a fucking throwdown. You know, some fucking Karen comes out like, what are you taking a picture of my house for? And it's, you know, a dude in a white van 
not wearing an Amazon shirt, just happens to be a dude in a white shirt taking a picture of her house. Doesn't matter if there's a box in front of the door or not. Someone's taking a picture of my house. And they would always have a southern accent. So, yeah, there you go. But uh, excellent, excellent gripe. Thank you, Dave. Please, send more. Everybody, send more. Everybody complains about fucking everything. So, send more shit. Gripe number two. Laughing loudly in a restaurant. You're having dinner, having a conversation with whoever, you know, whoever you're at dinner with. Next thing you know, you've got uh, some fucking cackling hen, the other end of the restaurant, laughing so loud that it literally is interrupting your conversation. Case in point, Saturday night, when I'm at dinner, there's a woman laughing so fucking that we're outside. And this fucking broad is at the other end of, of the, the tent, if you will, which is what, you know, it was a tent. We're on one end, she's on the other, and she's laughing so fucking loud that I can hear her clear as day. Ha, 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 ha. And that fake bullshit laugh. Ma'am, no one and nothing. No one and nothing. No, Dave, that's not how it's supposed to go. No one and no thing. See? Oh, man. Anywho. Uh, nothing's that funny. I don't care if you're uh, sitting there watching... Uh, you know, Chappelle or, or or Jerry Seinfeld or Bill Hicks or George Carlin or whatever. I don't care what you're watching. Nothing is nothing is so funny that you have to laugh loud enough for everybody in the room to fucking hear you laugh. Because when it happens, everybody stops what they're doing and looks over. Like, what the fuck is that? Especially if it's a shitty laugh. You know, if it's a shitty laugh, it's even worse. This one the other night, shitty laugh. So it made it made the loud ass dumb fucking laugh um, that much worse. So don't do it. Stop laughing so fucking loud in a restaurant as if um, you know it's the funniest thing you've ever heard in your life because it's not. Your your life is not that exciting that what you just heard is the funniest fucking thing ever. Oh, Jesus. Fucking autoplay videos. <sighs> Gripe number 2B. Autoplay videos on websites. If I want to play your fucking video, I will push the fucking play button. Stop it. God damn. Deep breath. Okay. Gripe number three. And this is a big one. This is... Um, this was in the news. Oh, I fucking skipped something. Fuck. Anyway. Gripe number three. Gender reveal parties. So... You may have heard over the course of the last day or two now that uh, California is burning again. Um, the the fine people of California are in the midst of just a awful heat wave. I mean, disgusting heat wave. Um, we're talking. I mean, I don't know. What what are we talking here? Uh, 110, 115 degrees. It's absurd. And that's all Southern California, L.A., Orange County, uh, San Bernardino, Riverside, Santa, Santa Clarita Valley, Santa Monica area. All these people that just felt the need to live in California are now dealing with 115 fucking degrees. And another fire. 
another goddamn wildfire that turns out is not wild. Uh, as of today, over 9,600 acres have burned. And do you know why they have burned? Well, well, uh, a smoke-generating pyrotechnic device was used during a gender reveal party. Voila. There you go. So, because these fucking parents thought that everybody just needed to to see when they found out what the sex of their spawn was going to be, they have now caused the destruction of 10,000 acres. It's awful. Like, the sheer lack of common sense is astonishing. Astonishing. The whole fucking state is dry. The whole fucking state is, as I mentioned, in the midst of a gigantic heat wave. And fucking uh, Billy Bob and uh, Bobby Sue, who just, you know, need to see that fucking pink or blue smoke in order to be a decent parent... Uh, now has burned down uh, half of San Bernardino County. I just don't understand the point. You know, you see some of these things with like the, uh, you see the funny ones where, oh, I love baseball so much. Let's do this. And then you have a, you know, a ball filled with pink or blue smoke or, or dust or whatever. And, so, the, you know, the mom will throw the ball to the dad, and the dad, who sucks at baseball, swings and misses three times, and then on the fourth one, uh, the thing lands on the ground, and it's anticlimactic when a uh, pink smoke comes out. Like, those are just funny because they're dumb. These people take dumb to a whole new level. They're like, oh, you know what? No, we don't, we don't want to do... Uh, you know, like pink or blue confetti. We want to burn fucking shit. We want to. We want to burn a ton of shit. And it just it gets me like, how goddamn selfish do you have to be to think that that is appropriate? Even even when it's not a hundred thousand degrees, uh, and even when the slightest spark sets off a wildfire. Have these people not watched the fucking news uh, or, or read the internet um, or saw anything, any sort of public information over the course of the last six months, all the different wildfires in the state of California? It's a yearly occurrence. I would imagine that shortly there isn't going to be anything left to burn in California because everything's going to be burned down Yet, these two dumb motherfuckers felt the need uh, to share with their probably equally dumb family and friends uh, that uh, little Charlie and little Susie, who are probably going to grow up and be shitty people just like their shitty parents, uh, they felt the need they're going to start a fucking fire. I read that story and I got so fucked, just completely irrationally mad. Because all these fucking things that you see all the time, and you see them constantly. Like, why can't you just like sit in a in a in a, in a doctor's office? Like, or here's a fucking mind blowing uh, suggestion: Why don't you just fucking wait until the thing is born? Spread its legs. Up oh, there it is. Huzzah! Now you know what you have. Great. Good luck fucking raising this thing. Again, we've we've talked about this on the show, me and children. It's not quite oil and water, but it's close. It's close. And boy, would I hate myself. Imagine being this fucking kid. Imagine being this kid now. This fucking kid. <laughs> when this kid is like... 12, all right? Uh, 
and before that, it'll be, you know, probably get mentioned, but I would, I would say pre-puberty or puberty, when that shit really starts to hit the fan, uh, you know, where you start listening to things and taking everything that people say seriously, your anxiety starts to fucking grow along with your fucking pubic hair. You're 12, 13 years old, and next thing you know, just the sheer magnitude of the fact that your parents, to announce your sex, burned San Bernardino to a fucking black crisp. Oh, man. God, what what a shitty weight that these people have now put on that child. It has nothing to do with the kid. The kid didn't fucking do it. But it's going to be like, uh, hey, uh, aren't you, aren't you like Sally Johnson? Boy, my fucking like fake names are 1950s bullshit. Sally Johnson? The fuck? Uh, aren't you Sally Johnson? And who the fuck names kids Sally anymore? Sally. That's a dog name now, right? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Sally Johnson. Uh, didn't your parents, um... Uh, set a national forest on fire. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. They were announcing um, that I was going to be a girl. Isn't that isn't that nice? No, that's fucking stupid, Sally. Your parents are fucking dumb. The next thing you know, Sally's uh, you know feeling shitty about herself, even though again she had nothing to do with it. She's depressed, stops going to school. Uh, doesn't get good grades and she drops out. Next thing you know, uh, you know, she's working at the bunny ranch turning tricks all because her parents burned down San Bernardino Valley. You know? Okay, that's probably not, that's a bit extreme, sure. That took, that took a bit of a left turn, huh? Hmm. Anyways, the gender reveal party thing, just don't do it. Stop. If you're, car- if you're listening to this, for some weird reason, and an even weirder reason, if you happen to be female, which, uh, for your sake, if you are a female and you're not my wife and you're listening to this, you should probably see a doctor because there's something wrong between your ears. Uh, don't have one of these things. And if you're a guy, uh, don't listen to my show if you want to have one of these things. Just turn it off now. Uh, go away. That, that's it. Because it's not needed. It is not necessary at all. And as you can see, sometimes they end in tragedy. Not only are you having a kid, which is tragic enough, now you're going to burn down uh, thousands upon thousands of acres of land. See that? Huge gripe on my part. That's it for the show. Thank God. This went on way too long. I apologize again. Um, Tomorrow, Wednesday, the 9th of uh, September, uh, will be the NFL preview show. I'm going to be joined by two guests, hopefully. At least one, hopefully two. uh, My uh, degenerate gambling buddies, uh, Scott Banksley and Jackie Pately Jr. Uh, They will be on the show. Uh, We will talk about uh, a bunch of stuff NFL-related. Uh, I mean, I'm sure college football will be mentioned, but honestly, we don't care about college football. Um, But it should be a relatively decent program. So check that out tomorrow. Uh, Tell your friends about that one. I'm sure you have friends that like football. Tell them, hey, listen to this crap. You want to hear a bunch of fire fucking takes that uh, probably won't uh, come to any sort of fruition? Check this out. Boom. Yeah. But um, anyways, listen, you can go to the uh, the Instagram page at ComplaintsPod, the Twitter page, Twitter page at ComplaintsPod. I have a website, ComplaintsAndObservationsPod.com. Nope, just ComplaintsAndObservations.com. Fuck. Uh, I put up a blog last week about the uh, Boston restaurant scene. And the uh, the locks of the week are up there. Let me keep track of that stuff. Um, I have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I also have a YouTube page that I haven't done anything with. So we'll see. 
but uh, but that's it. Thank you again. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your uh, your effort. Appreciate your ears for listening to this crap. But uh, please tell your friends and uh, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta ta.